Today's episode is sponsored by our friend and yours, Bubbles and Books, the monthly subscription box where all of your relaxation and self-care needs are exceeded. Each month, you get a curated box with a romance novel and high-quality bath supplies and accessories. When you sign up, choose between historical, contemporary, or paranormal, because they've got all the Werves, England Times, and bad boys you could want. Plus, they now have standard or premium boxes. Use the code HEAVINGBOSOMS10 for 10% off your first month or one-time purchase. It's so much easier to carve out some dedicated you time when the supplies come straight to your door. Hooray! Hey listener, welcome back to Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two best friends break down romance novels, reflect on what we learn in each one, and go down comedic rabbit holes. Before we get started, we have a Patreon shout out. Bethany M., you are smiled upon by Hiiaka, the Hawaiian goddess of hula, chants, sorcery, and medicine. Hiiaka was known for her loyalty, dedication, kindness, and bravery. Like her, you will take up perilous quests for those you love, whether they deserve it or not. Hiiaka helped the people of Hawaii express themselves through hula and song. And you, similarly, use your technological skills to do the same. And believe me, if she had Bluetooth, you better believe there would have been more than one mishap as she consumed her smut. Most of all, you're beautiful on the inside and out, and will be rewarded just as she was. And if you're interested in what these Patreon shoutouts are all about, check out patreon.com slash heaving bosoms to see what the different tiers for sponsorship will offer you and now we've got eyes of silver eyes of gold by ellen o'connell you guys this book taught me some things so here we go hi erin hello melody how are you Great. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Good. Good to hear it. Mm-hmm. It's been a, a fine <laughs> week. It's been an okay week on this end. Oh, no. <laughs> ter- we can't just have the same level of week. It's right? either got to be terrible on one end or the other. It's got one of us has to be having a terrible day <laughs> for it to for the podcast to work, I think, or the yeah. universe to equal out or I don't know. That's just how it always seems to happen. Yeah, we are opposites, and it seems like our lives just will never align, whether it's never going to sync up or whether it's, you know, level of badness. So, anyway, mm-hmm. I heard you went on a little outing yesterday. I did. Yeah. We took a child to a play, <gasps> and then we went to miniature golf, Ooh. which was in the basement of a place, and it was very moldy, like Ooh. very moldy. The water features had clearly become moldy water <laughs> features in a basement does not sound like yeah. the best idea if i'm being you honest there, you can immediately like the mold just like slaps you in the face and it's like a million degrees and humid down there wow and the lady was like we've been here 27 years I was like, yeah you can tell alaskan mini golf huh yeah yeah yeah. and so i put my whole boot <gasps> in the water and oh got my pant leg wet with that water and David was like, that's going to be infected. Like, by the end of the day, you're going to have some kind of a rash. 
That's going to be antibiotic resistant is what Uh that's going to be. Yes. Get 27 years of antibiotic (laughs) resistance. And then um, I think the part of the day that you're referring to is our hibachi outing. Yeah, it is. We thought we'd take uh, this child to hibachi for the first time because of the, you know, onion volcano and the egg roll. Tossed eggs. Yeah. And it's the egg roll. Duh, it's the pun. It rolls, like he spins it, and then he's like, egg roll. Oh, that's funny. No, understand? My, all hibachi yeah. that I've seen, the egg is tossed in the air like a juggler. Yeah, and he yeah, catches yeah. it on the spatula. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he spins it, and he's like, egg roll, get it? Oh, sure. I know this because I was just there. You're right. And then there's there's many train puns. There's a lot of train humor where yeah. he's like, choo-choo. Anyway. Anyway. There was a couple there that was like, we drove up from the middle of nowhere and we've been like dreaming of going to this place all our lives, basically. That's so sweet. They got engaged. <gasps> they got engaged in front of you. <laughs> oh, yeah. sweet winter children. Yeah. That is yep. so awesome. I think they, I think they were engaged before and then they had gotten, the, they just got the, like they came to the big city to get the ring. And do it up fancy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so they did cool. it up fancy, getting the ring, going to the hibachi. Yay. It's incredible, these small miracles of life. Hibachi being one of them. Oh, yeah. That's sort of what happens in the book. Is it? Too. Yeah, they, they sort of get married slash engaged. <laughs> oh, no. What do you have to tell me? What is that sheepish look on your face? You spill right now, Aaron. Tell me. <laughs> I've got my mom face melody, on. Melody, 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 <laughs> Right. You know how much that I value you. Yes. As a friend and podcasting partner. Yeah. Here's the thing. I didn't read all of the book. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I think I felt it in the universe because <laughs> your texting this week has been different. You've had a rough week. It's okay. I've been working until like 9 o'clock at night and I didn't have time to read the book. And then yesterday, I was like, oh yeah, I'll do it yesterday. But then yesterday we were hanging out all day and we went to the play, we went to the bocce. And then it was like, I was like, I'll read this book now. And well, okay, well, you did not feel it in the universe. I texted you on Thursday and you're like, how are you liking this crazy nutso book? Oh, yeah. And I was like, one of these days I'll start reading <laughs> that book, Mel. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, uh, but you usually do. (laughs) So (laughs) I think I did also feel it in the universe. Here's the thing. It was midnight and I was like halfway through the book and I had to get up at 4.30 to do this. And after this, I've got to go to work. It's Sunday, but I still have to go to work. And so if I didn't, usually what I do is I just finish that book and I just pull an all-nighter and we just do it and crank it out. Um, But then... Then I get to take a nap, maybe. Right. And, and today, today, I have to go have right to, to work, and I can't screw up my work stuff. No, you cannot. I do not want you to screw up your work stuff. You yeah. can you can do whatever the fuck you want on the podcast, as long as you don't <laughs> screw up your work stuff. <laughs> That's so how I feel me, about it. <laughs> let me be totally honest with the listener here. Okay. Um, This is not the first time I haven't 100% finished the book. <laughs> it's true. The other time was... um. Uh, a court Are you gonna of, dime me out specifically? I am. Yep. The other one was a court of of uh thorns. Roses. No, 
a yeah. quart of talons and get out of there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a quart of, uh, she's under the thing and there's another thing and she probably lives. It's okay. A quart of, you tried to tell all of us that you immediately knew what the riddle was when you haven't gotten to the riddle yet. You just I, I still fucking it. knew what it was. Just, just not reading, just not verifying that my answer was correct doesn't mean that I didn't know the answer. That's like walking okay. away from a math test and being super sure you got 100% and then getting a grade and then being like, yeah, you did. I got, I, I did it. I did it. You're right. Here's what I did, though. But what? Listen, guys, I fooled all of you. That's right. Like, including Melody. Because I was like, Melody was like skating through that ending. And I was like, nah, bitch, I read on Wikipedia that this happened. So don't yeah. even skim over that. That was an important fact because they put it on Wikipedia. Yeah, you got you got it. You did it. And then you afterwards, I was like, Mel, I have a confession. <laughs> I didn't read the last 50 pages. I was pages. so impressed. I was so impressed. Yeah, I'm pretty good. I'm a good yeah. liar. Um, but this one, I didn't read the last 50%. Um, <laughs> so I don't <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna make it. Okay, so here's the thing. On charm alone. I'm actually I'm actually fine with that. And I have a whole bunch of sympathy for you because this is the worst book to be like try to herbs. If you had to say this is the worst book, because I liked it. Oh god, I loved it. No no no. The part I read. But this is the worst book to try to herbs though, because if you had herbs to wedding date like you would have missed donuts and tacos fine you would have missed the same fight three times that's okay yeah this one though you skip two paragraphs and it might be a month later yeah like and i did skip two paragraphs (laughs) all the time i'd skip the whole page i'd just be like oh that doesn't look like it has any dialogue oh boy you guys none of the pages look like they have any dialogue because like most of the pages don't they don't do a lot lot of of a lot of the dialogue is just embedded She'll be mm-hmm. like, oh, I, I said this to him. But yeah. it's like it, in her inner monologue. It's a really cool writing style. And I really, yeah. really loved it. But you cannot herb it. It's great. But it's very <laughs> hard to herbs because there's no way to know all the paragraphs are the same length. And there's no way to know who's saying yeah. what. It's true. And the perspective is very shifts. hard. And so I would herbs like five pages. I'd be like, barn horses. And then it would be like, yesterday when I murdered a man in the face. I'd be like, what did you murder him? So back. Right. Scan for murdering in the face. Da, 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 da. It was bad. It was worse. Sometimes, one time I started a chapter and it's like, boy, do I wish Cord would have kissed me this morning like he did last week. And it was such a passionate kiss. And I was like, God damn it. Go back. Where's try that? to find passionate ah. kiss. Like, that's something I'll go back for. Yep. Da, 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> So okay, it's a so, it's a hard going. You have to read it. Unfortunately, you do. So um, <laughs> I really my, loved this book. Review of it. Yeah. You have to read the whole thing. You you want to actually do it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what I will say is that more than any of that, I'm going to encourage everybody to read this book because we are going to have to do sort of like wave tops. It's really mm-hmm. dense as far so as extended happens. family. As far as action, as far as, you know, the intricacies of different perspectives, it's really, really dense in that way. So we're not going to be able to do that justice. Yeah. But we are going to be able to do the romance justice, I think. This book really felt like a traditional Western book. Like, yes. Like, re- this really felt like reading Lonesome Dove or yeah. something like that. So, I mean, that's really the style cool. it is. A lot of horses, mm-hmm. a lot of family, a lot of that kind of thing. This is full-on cowboy times. And... Ooh. 
Oof, oof, oof. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that not is that not it? <laughs> Bing boom bong corrections. Oh, sorry. We have amended. So the very first HB to complete the <gasps> HB reading yeah. embrace, HB Fanny, who we will do at the end of 2019 when we have all our HB reading embrace winners, completers. I don't know, embracers, badasses. Yeah, we'll we'll read everybody off and like talk about what everybody read and that kind of thing, but. For now, Fanny sent us an email, which is what you need to do when you complete the HB Reading Embrace. Send us an email with the list of all the books you read for all the categories. And she did that. And she was like, I think you guys should call Western Times slash Cowboy Times Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman Times. It is brilliant. It is everything I've ever wanted. And I'm so thankful for her. Yes. I had such a laugh and I loved it so much that we are now amending Cowboy Times to be Dr. Quinn Times. And That's you know, right. Dr. Quinn Times can be 2019. It just has to be <laughs> very Dr. Quinn Times in terms oh, of boy. lassos right. and darlings mm-hmm. and it's raining and you got to do your chores outside. So oh, yeah. Times. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Barn. There's a barn. Okay. okay. So yeah, this is, this is firmly Dr. Quinn Times, but I am going to throw out a few content warnings because... There is some uh, serious... All the things that you're afraid of are in this book. All, all of them. them. Yeah. Sexual assault, some... mm-hmm. domestic violence, spiders. Yeah. Right. <laughs> there is some some really educational depictions of racism. <laughs> oh, yeah. Racism. Wow. Murders in the face. Yes. What else? Parental abuse. What, parental abuse? Yeah. Oh, he like, abuses. You know, her dad. Right. She. It's not like elder abuse. Her dad. More abuse. Lots of abuse. Lots of abuse. It's It's really heavy. The first three chapters just come out literally swinging and biting. <laughs> <laughs> These chapters get in your face like chomp, chomp, chomp. Chomp a romp. Yeah. <laughs> and... Okay, so why don't we just get into it? It actually starts in a prelude. No, in a prologue. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, the that's prologue. The one. That's the one. <laughs> is a year and a few weeks after something that happens. She's on a train. She's miserable. She's with Ugh. her dad. We. It, you have no idea. I read it Look, twice. She's being on. Like, she's on fucking laudanum. Laudanum. Yeah, she's coming off of laudanum. Yeah. <laughs> You know yeah. that something big, old timesy, big thing happened if there's laudanum. Absolutely. Not to mention the opioid epidemic has always been a thing. You know? Yes. Like, yes, yes, geez. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. So, okay. So, but then we're in, we're in now times. We're in, yes. back it up, a year and a few what weeks. Was, okay. All right. Sorry. We're in now times. Okay. Anne is waking up in a barn and she's hungry af and she needs to skedaddle out of there because she didn't want the owner of the barn to know that she was in there she was just waiting out a rainstorm owns the barn has no idea she's just wandering in the night hungry scared Mm -hmm. cold wet it was raining she needed somewhere to sleep yeah and then all (sighs) of a sudden she looks over and leaning against the wall probably chewing on some hay you know who owns this barn cord bennett Mm. and you know what he's doing he's doing that thing he's doing a cowboy lean he's doing the cowboy lean against the wall where he's got like one leg is up that's like kind of like a right angle but like his foot's against the wall and he's got his arms crossed and then he's got the the hat the hat pulled low the hat and he's like looking at her from underneath Uh the brim of the hat you can barely see she can see the eyeballs though the sexy ones the sexy ones Uh that's right and he's just standing there all (laughs) stoic 
And she basically asks for help. And he's like, all right, well, maybe you should uh, wait in the house. So she goes into the house because she is, once again, cold and starving. We find out from her perspective that her dad hates Cord and like everybody hates Cord because he is half native, half white. Yes. Just like Sully, Dr. Quinn, medicine woman. Yeah. Wait, I don't even know if he was actually, he just lived out in the area with the yeah, Indians. Yeah, I think he might have been doing some cultural appropriation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that whole show. <laughs> 100 <laughs> percent but i don't i he like lived out there but i don't remember if he was actually like in a family or not anyway very sully times right now yeah with cord yeah so wait i have to i do i do have to do a bit of a thing because this book really <laughs> learned me some things and uh-huh. i may have cried a tiny bit uh-huh. because i felt so bad remember how i was talking about the wedding date where I had called my the word my half Asian it's baby like all through this book. My sweet little mongrel because she's like an adorable puppy. Uh-huh. And that's what that was my connotation of the word. Uh-huh. I have been educated, everyone. Yeah, I have been it's educated all through this book. <laughs> about the hate that people have in their hearts when they talk about half half ethnic babies and calling them mongrels. I had it's never like even on page three. <laughs> oh my god. So I send Aaron a screenshot and I was like, ah, this is <laughs> horrifying. And I, you know, it was late at night. So I was a bit, yeah. I was a, you know, there, I couldn't, I couldn't regulate my emotions as well uh-huh. with my level of exhaustion. But uh-huh. um, yeah, there were tears. There was remorse. <laughs> it was horrifying. You sent that to me and I looked mm. at it and I said, oh, I wonder what book is about. Anyway, more exhausting and emotionally draining work. Boom, 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 boom. And then four days later, I started the book. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Whoops. I now thank you, Eyes of Silver. I'm sorry you were gold. crying. I don't even know if I responded. I thought that no, was a you funny didn't need text. To. Okay. It, it, it started as a funny text, and then I I got a third of the way through the book and started and then like thought oh. about it, and I could feel it, and it like hit me in my core, oh. and ah. Oh. I was ignorant, and now I am educated. You guys, this town hates Cord for being half Indian. Words that they use in the book. That is the words. They hate him. Hate him bad. Hate him real bad. Do you know what he looked like? Hot. (laughs) Would you you like to know? Uh There were angles and planes on (laughs) Um, his face that were delicious. (laughs) Tell me everything. All right. She's waking up in the barn, y'all. Her mind filled in the features she could not distinguish in the shadows. Under the hat, his hair was thick, black, and it probably touched his collar. He's got long hair you can grab. His bronze face was all angles and planes honed to the point of gauntness, with well-arched eyebrows and cheekbones so high they gave his eyes some of their narrowed look. His square jaw and firm-lipped mouth completed a face that was not merely strong, but mm-hmm. fierce. Oh. Mm. Fierce. Later on fierce. in the book? She sees him naked and she likens him to like a cougar because mm-hmm. he's, yeah, he's big all cat. supple muscles and bronze yeah. skin. He's ready to pounce too. It's, and she says yeah. in here that she had met him when they were 10 years old and they went to school together and she remembered him as being a nice, polite boy who was yeah. sweet to her. And then he grew up into a dangerous man. Yeah. And the whole town thinks that he's just this. Oh, they use the word savage, of course. They mean use, as a snake. They mean say. as a snake. 
<laughs> yeah, they think that like once he starts beating on someone, he goes berserker and he can't be stopped unless you like physically knock him out. Which is a stereotype they use in the town, but it's also like not entirely untrue about Korg. <laughs> it turns out so they were very like, oh, he's mean as a snake. And once he starts punching people in the face, he'll never stop punching people in the face until they die of being punched in the face. <laughs> and I was like, what a horrible stereotype of uh, this man. And then it happens a couple times where he don't stop pushing somebody in the face until they like make him stop. Well, Just right, putting but, it out there. But it's not like an involuntary thing. He got reasons, Aaron. Sure, he's got reasons, but he clearly really likes punching people in the face. No, forever. totally. But that's oh, the problem. Oh, I think that oh, if they had oh. made the <laughs> if they had made the distinction and been like, no, he chooses to right. punch people until they are completely debilitated, he would have been like, yeah, that's totally that's <laughs> yeah, totally that's true. Me. That's me. But that's a description instead, of me. they were like, no, he turns into this wild animal who can't who can't control yeah. himself, kind of thing. They and that's act the like part it's that's in wrong. his nature because yeah, of his quote half Indian blood. And these it's are bad. his brothers. Oh, go yeah. fuck yourselves. Yeah. So anyway, she goes in. He gets the story out of her. Her dad wants her to marry this gross duke. You know, mm-hmm. like the grossest of the. He's not of a the real Dr. duke. He's Quinn like a Doctor Quinn times dukes. dukes. Yeah, yeah. He's like a banker, I think. No, sure. that's the other one. I don't know. He's a but rich he's like one. Old and old, he's, rich, he gross. Smells bad. He, he is whatever. He's physically unappealing. All the things, and he wants her to marry him so badly that he decided to imprison her in her house and not feed her until she agreed. Uh huh. So that's what she's been doing for the past month. Yeah. So she. Climbed out a window. Uh-huh. Got into some wagon. Got under a tarp of apparently the wagon of two rapists who are well-known. Oh. <laughs> Real well-known rapists. Everybody's yeah. like, wow, you got in their wagon and you escaped without getting <laughs> raped? Everyone seems to be very surprised about uh-huh. this. Uh-huh. Anyway, she gets in the back of that wagon. Then she hears them being like, we should go check and make sure the tarp is still tarping back there That's and still right. performing its function as a tarp. And so she's like, oh shit, oh shit. And so, yeah, she so she rolls, rolls out, out. And then she rolls then, into the brush. Yeah, roll, 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 roll. And then she hides. And then it's raining. And then it starts raining. And so she finds the nearest barn and then right. accidentally falls asleep because let's review, she hasn't eaten she's anything so of substance so in about cold. a month. Yes. Yeah. And she hasn't had a shower in like a oh, month. Boy, also ever bad. because it's Western Dr. Quinn times. So <laughs> what I meant was a bath. Right. A, a hasn't bath. had one. Or, or a real Ooh. bath. Yeah. Yeah. So then he's like, all right. She's like, I need your help to get to the nearest town with a train that is sort of far away. Yeah. She needs to get on a train. And he's like, okay, um, how much money do you have? And she's like $20, which is not a small amount in Dr. Quinn medicine woman times. But it's not enough. It's not like enough to start a new life with. Certainly not. So he's like, all right, you're going to take $150 of mine. And that's what that's when I'll take you. And she's like, I'm not taking your money. He's like, then I'm not taking you anywhere. You have to take my money because otherwise mm-hmm. you're just going to end up like whoring in the streets. Yeah. And they well, have this whole now she's in the house. That. She went up yes. to the house and she's and like he's waiting cooking her there. breakfast. Oh, God. Ooh. And she hasn't eaten in so long. And she's like yeah. eating so fast. And he's like, stop eating so fast. You'll throw up. And she's like, yeah. Fair, fair, fair. And he describes her as being like basically a Skeletor with like mm-hmm. super greasy hair and like she's got hay all in her hair and she just looks real bad, you guys. She's like covered in dirt and he says she's wearing she's, his shirt and he's like, well, that's going to need to get scrubbed because she yeah, smells awful. She smells real bad. <laughs> she's stinking up the whole kitchen with her oh, yeah. smells. Yeah. She's not the meatest, cutest meat cute that no, I've ever but read. we find but out it's, it's not really their first nice. meat cute. Yeah. yeah. 
We find out so much, you guys. Okay. So then they hear the dog bark and everybody's like, oh, fuck. And she's like, how much trouble is this going to get you in? And he's like, don't worry about it. I haven't like nothing bad happened. They'll just threaten me and curse a lot and whatever. It's going to be fine. Yeah. So he goes to grab his gun anyway, because he is a smart man in Dr. Quinn times. Yeah. Everybody's always grabbing their guns when somebody yeah. comes to the door in Dr. Quinn times. But they burst in and they're like, yeah. don't you dare grab that gun. You get out here, you rapist uh-huh. mongrel. <laughs> and oh, it's so bad. It makes my whole skin crawl. So he goes out and they, they grab her. She doesn't have shoes on. They grab her and they take her out by force. And then her dad's in the dr- in the driveway. It's her dad and a posse of Western and a posse men. Of like 10 men. That's how much a posse is. Including the preacher. Yeah, including the preacher, you guys. That yellow bellied snake. Yellow bellied. Yeah. I can't think of another noun. You weakling. Besides weasel, snake. You ah, weasel. weasel. Yeah, a snake weasel. You, you thought of another animal <laughs> did, that we I vilify. It. And it was weasel. <laughs> That's the one. Good so job, Aaron. He's like, he's like, did this man touch you? Say he touched you right now. And she's like, he never touched me. So he backhands her with all the force of a full-grown man. And she falls to the ground. Uh-huh. Cord tries to get her. And they eventually shoot him at some point. Yeah. And, like, he, they gut shoot him, but not, like, seriously. No, it's, like, through the side. Yeah, they mo- they hit him in the love handle if he had those, but he doesn't. He, he does doesn't. Because, but, like, pretend he did, because that's them. what the bullet went yeah. through. The bullet's not everybody's but, concern yeah. at the end of this thing. That's, like, the, the least of nah. the wounds. Nah. Yeah. Needs a few stitches. No worries. So... Mm-hmm. Um, then he's like, so he touched you. And she's like, I won't do it. And so he thwacks her on the other side of the face and just black and blues her whole face. Now, here's what happens throughout this whole scene. I'm just going to go over the top of it because yep. I don't think you need to live through it unless it you want to. It is a disturb. It is. <laughs> it is <laughs> quite. There are things that will make you go, <laughs> But it's a good read. It's a good. I'm not oh, saying God, I so didn't good. enjoy reading it. It was great. It was just a yeah. little bit like. Wow, and then it got worse. <laughs> yeah. That. So he is shot, let's recall, and two men are holding him back. She is being held by a dude who has taken all sorts of liberties um above her clothes and under her clothes. He is mm-hmm. groping her all over. I think mm-hmm. he's biting her a few places. Like it's really bad. After the quote unquote wedding, which is crazy. No, he's groping her. Sorry, the biting oh, oh, happens. Yeah, after. He is he is doing a grope. Yeah. Yeah. So he's doing some groping and it's not not good. Yes, Meanwhile, yes, yes, yes. um, one of the other guys is like, okay, here's what happens. Um, the, the dude, the duke he wants her to marry is like, I can't mm-hmm. marry her now. You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Not like, now I can't do it. That she's been with this guy. Right. And she's very like, I haven't Nothing been with this happens. guy. And he's like, you have to understand that I can't believe this woman that he right. hasn't touched her. Oh, no, she's definitely if, lying. No, he says, no, he says he does believe her, oh. but he still can't marry her because she was in the same room alone with Cord. And then, it. Sorry. Right. And then her Moving dad on. is like, well, I can't believe her. It has to have happened. So oh, I'm going to beat the dad. hell out of her. It's the, yeah. Okay. Got it. So then one of the other guys who's like fit on violence, he comes over to the dad and he's like, he whispers in his ear. We find out what he says is, let's make her a bride and a widow on the same day. And the dad's like, yeah, excellent what an plan. excellent prank for Man. my daughter. Right? <laughs> How funny. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
They make them get married in the churchyard. The mm-hmm. preacher is like doing the thing. She says all the vows except obey and nobody uh-huh. seems to notice. Well, one person does. Yeah, we don't know that yet. Anyway, they're strangling her up. They're like they kicking are. him. I mean, this isn't like this isn't like after the wedding where it's like a little like click of a pistol. There's no polite pistol. This is like an active beating during That's the right. time that they're saying the vows. Yeah. So then there are literally like 10 people around him kicking them with all his might. Meanwhile, she is getting sexually assaulted on the side. The guy, like, uses a knife to undo her dress. Slits her whole back open. Bites her all over. Her dad is watching all of this. It's rough. It is really, really bad. So then the dad comes over to her. She is bloodied and broken and cut. And he's like, oh, oh. That stops that sexual yeah. assault is she throws up all over that guy. Yeah. Because she, she just ate all that breakfast. bacon and eggs. Yeah. And suddenly she's she's the one who's disgusting. Yeah. Ugh. And it's like, oh, gross. Yeah. How dare you interrupt my but rape? Also, she was so stinky that she stunk up the whole kitchen and it's the vomit that makes him be like, Ugh. Yeah. Like, also that. Dude. So bad. So anyway, the dad comes over and he's like, I can't have you on a horse with me because you're bloody and you smell bad. But you better repent. Sorry, <laughs> you. It's not funny. It's no, not but that's funny. literally what he says. Just, he's like such a mustache twirling. Like he's horrible. so bad. Imagine the situation where it's like this guy's getting beaten to death, and your daughter is like literally getting violently raped in front of you, and he's like, "Got what well, I came not, for." Great. Day. She was never. It is point of fact. She was never actually raped, but he was fixing to. Sure. Yeah. But like the dad's just like woo woo. This is what I wanted. Yes. What a great day. I know. know. So they fuck off. And she's like, okay, so now I have this dude. I've never, I've never nursed anyone before. Like, how, what the fuck? She thinks he's dead because they said he's dead. Oh, yeah. They've been like, we did it. He's murdered. But then she hears a ragged breath. And so she like, she uses all of her extra, her remaining energy to get him inside. And she stitches the wound and she cleans him up. And, you know, she does the whole thing. Uh And, um, and then, you know, she tries to clean herself up. She takes a bath. It's, like, the worst. And she has to remove all his clothes. Oh, damn, she does. Well, yeah, but it is not a, it's not a fun up, sight. But it is. He's bleeding internally. There because yeah. he is bleeding internally. He's also shitting blood. His cock and balls are, yeah. like, just swollen to the max. Mangled up. Real mangled. Maybe ruptured. But, like, also shitting a lot of blood and right. makes described... He's so, definitely pissing blood. Yeah. It's not sexy times, but it is. She is a little bit like, ooh, this is what a man looks like, I guess. Well, she's like, she's like, oh my gosh, my propriety. I have to throw it out the window mm-hmm. because yes. otherwise he dies. Right. So she actually goes to sleep on the mattress next to Ugh. him holding his hand because she, she can't take- sit up in a chair. She hurts yeah. so badly. And she has to take the mattress off the bed because she can't get him onto the bed. So they both yeah. just like, oh, and she holds his hands. So it's nice. really sweet. It's very sweet. And she curls up in the quilt like a burrito. Yeah. It's very nice. So I love the next chapter or so because the next mm-hmm. couple of days, she not only nurses him, but she also like takes care of all of his animals. You got to milk those cows or they're going to fill up with milk and explode. That's the one. I and don't. So- don't add us or email us. But that is something <laughs> I've never... How do they, what if they're, what if their babies just are like, or like, what if they have like a stillborn baby? Those cows, do they just explode? Don't at me, Melody. Do not send me an email. (laughs) Do not. But do they just explode? But don't answer that. But do they explode? And I don't want you to say, 
I don't need to treat me like farm girl on in farm book. Like remember what are eggs, yeah. girl? Yeah, what? Because I feel like this is a bigger question than that. Because they say that you have to go out and milk them, or else they get sick and they die. But like, you what, what? If in the wild? Their baby doesn't want any of that milk. Do they explode? Do they explode? Don't answer it. Don't answer it. It's seeming like you want to answer it. I don't want to know the answer. I want to move past they, it. But do they explode? I'm not answering you. Okay, good. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she also has to feed things. That is really the situation. She has to feed things and water them. That is the problem. There's is also this really sick milking? cult. I, yeah, of course. Shut up. Because so I remember all- thinking, do <laughs> things I have the note. <laughs> Wave tops, Aaron. Sorry, I'm the sorry. Program. If we just okay. do the wave top, if we just, I'm sorry. What we should do is we should sullenly recap the most important plot points of the book because that's what they want. No, <laughs> they want You're the right. notes, and the notes is, do they explode? <laughs> All right, on to the next notes. All right. So there's also this really sick cult, and so she's trying to feed it sugar and, like, nurse it back to health while she's nursing cord. Mm-hmm. She's just um, the sugar starts, on the hay. Yeah, and she starts thinking to herself, I really like this. She's like, I like that nobody's telling me what to do. Everybody told me what to do. I can decide what I want to do and when. She could, like, live on this ranch forever. She is super happy with it. And it says that she loves that all the decisions are hers and only hers. So he wakes a few times and one of the times, okay, there are a couple of times in the beginning of this book where the romance section is a smidge skeevy. This is one of those times. A smidge skeevy? You know what? I like the book, so I'm being generous. I didn't feel anything romancy. I mean, I liked him and I liked her and I liked their thing and I liked the small burn, but I did not. Did I say small burn? You did. Small burn. <laughs> it's five forty three a.m. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I but I liked them okay. But like, there was nothing sexy in this book until chapter twenty three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, you know, there. Yeah. So anyway, let's Bread just get crumbs. to it. Right. But nothing actually sexy until chapter right. twenty three. Yeah. So he wakes a few times, and one of the times she's wearing his shirt as uh-huh. she's been using it as a nightshirt, because let's review, she has no clothes. She has no possessions. Nothing. And and the one dress she has not only smells terrible, but has been cut in two by a rapist. Right. So yes. it's not, not bueno. No. Okay, he demands that she take off the shirt. And she's like, what? Pardon me? That's not a thing that we do together. And he's like, take off the shirt. And she starts understanding what he means. He wants to see her wounds because uh-huh. he knows about his he wants to see what they did to her because he was getting kicked to death over Murdered. on the side he really didn't have any attention to pay you know to like right. what was yeah. happening well he was also unconscious for most of oh, that beating know, yeah absolutely so she puts the shirt down and he has her turn around he sees the bite marks he sees all the things and he's like i he's feeling pretty murdery at that moment yeah and of the 10 guys he's like oh is it this one so, like, right. that guy's a known guy for sure. Yeah, Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman times. There was very little justice for women, you know? <laughs> you <laughs> I'm so surprised. The look <laughs> on your face is just like, they didn't have equal rights back in Dr. Just, Quinn times. I don't understand. Dr. Quinn did. She was a, a doctor. doctor. She was making it work, you know? Like, she was... That was a very big misrepresentation of the power dynamic, I think, maybe. <laughs> Melody, we don't have equal stuff in current times, contemporary times. Why would you think you know, that Colorado 1885 wrong. was doing good? 
<laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Then all of a sudden, the dog barks. This is never a good thing. The dog fox barks. Fox face the dog. Whenever she's, fox face. Oh, she's been naming the, the animals because he won't name them. And so she's oh, been yeah. Naming he doesn't them. name really them. Cute. He loves animals, but he doesn't name them. So that's when right. fox face the dog goes woof, woof, woof. That's when you know somebody's going to get to murdering. Yep. Grab that gun, girl. Woof, woof, woof. Somebody's on the ranch. No one ever comes by to the ranch just to be like, sup, Cord? Hey, what's up? How's it going, Anne? Have we said what her name is? How's oh, it going, Anne and Cord? How's everything, how's everything happening in the homestead right now? No, it's always like, we're up to murdering you. <laughs> always. Yeah. yeah. So the three assaulters, the dudes who led the lynch mob for him, and then, uh, you know, oh. super assaulted her. Those guys are the ones who are back. There's three of them. What? You know how in current day when there's like a knock on the door or a doorbell and your dogs are like, woof, 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 woof. and every time you're, you're like, like the mailman, shut up, dogs. There's nothing yeah. there. It's not a big deal. It's right. like back then when somebody, it was like, thank you, dog. Thank you, dog. Scratch, scratch, scratch. Uh-huh. That's probably you're where doing dogs your work. They're like, you used to give us scratches for this. Yeah. Now you hate us. I'm sorry, you can cut that. It wasn't a great comedy time. It was just a realization I had. <laughs> <laughs> they have a learned behavior. Okay, so she runs and grabs the rifle and she's like, I don't know how to use this. So he's like, it's already loaded. Here's yeah. how to use it. You <laughs> go defend our land. She gets the, like, the ammunition. She's like, put it, put the ammunition put in. in the rifle. And he's like, it's loaded, bitch. Like, right. <laughs> slow what? down. He doesn't do you say think that. I am? <laughs> yeah. He's like, of course it's loaded. Yeah. So she goes out. It's the three dudes. They're talking about a whole bunch of yuck mm-hmm. that includes kidnapping and other things she won't like. And she, they're like, they're like, you are not going to shoot us. You're just a little lady. You're not going to shoot us. And she's like, oh, God, I might not shoot them. And then Cord uh-huh. comes Cord. out of the comes out of a mist naked. with his pistol. Super naked Z. All he's got on is like the cloth she wrapped around his ribs. He's wearing yeah, like he's a little abs shirt. Ribs. And that's it. <laughs> abs, 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 abs. <laughs> <laughs> Do it again, do it again, do it again. Abs, 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 dick. <laughs> Did we, listen, hey, what? I know we're at a pivotal point, but it yeah. just occurred to me that we didn't say the names of the characters. We also didn't say the name of the book. We never said listen, the name of the book. It's not a big deal. I always do the intro. It's 37 minutes in. <laughs> Professional in 2019 is happening in the intro. I will record later. Okay. It's fine. Hey guys, if you didn't listen to the intro, <laughs> stay tuned to find out what book we read. Sorry. <laughs> okay, sorry. So he's in the doorway. He's leaning against the door frame. Right. Abs, 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 That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> and he uses his pistol and he yeah. starts, he just starts shooting. He's like, I can bam, shoot you. Bam, 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 bam. But he's a little unsteady, so he doesn't yeah. shoot any of them where he wants to. Yeah. But they, it does its job and they fuck yeah. right off. And they, they're very terrified by this situation too because they're like, we murdered That's you the a dead other man. day. Yeah. yeah. We checked your pulse. You didn't have one. And then they he don't collapses. know what a pulse is. I don't know. Aaron, I, was just, I was ad-libbing. It was a little bit right, improv. Because right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't read it real close. Okay. So, and then Corey. Okay. So he collapses. collapses. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Collapses in the place. And. Yeah. She's Internal like, bleeding. oh no, yeah. so much. She so hates she goes it. and gets um, she goes and gets a pillow and blanket because she cannot get him to the bedroom again. She's like, no. my adrenaline is up to an eleven. I don't, I can't. She's shaking hard. She's sobbing, rocking back and forth. Meanwhile, the sheriff has been on his way. Yeah, and 
he sees the three dudes fucking off. And he's like, I wonder what's going on out there. They've got holes in them. That's weird. Also, yeah. <clears throat> so he has been sent by her father because he's like. The sheriff. Yeah, this dude raped up my daughter and he's holding her captive. I need you to go get him because I can't for yes. reasons unknown. And the sheriff yes. is like, this seems fishy, but all right, I'll take a look. Also, see. I think the sheriff likes cord from like yeah. reasons. Yeah, he yeah. likes him. He's just really level-headed. Yeah. He's got his own biases and stuff. And they have their own history that we probably are not going to be able to get to. Because you right. should read the book. Well, here's the thing. The sheriff Listener, isn't racist. Also, Aaron. But what? The sheriff mm-hmm. is a racist. Is no, he? no, no. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I was saying, you should What's read happening? the book, listener. Oh, shut up. Aaron. Oh, you love me. Don't even. <laughs> think, of, think of it this way. There's been like 60, 70 books or something like that. And I have read... 95% of them. You have. So That's right. Don't even. No, I'm into it. But the sheriff, like, the thing is, he's not going out there being like, oh, this, like, half Indian guy has no. got this girl and he's probably murdering her for that reason. He does yeah. know that he, once he gets punched and he can't stop, he does right. know that trait about Cord. But right. besides that, he he's just the facts kind of guy. Yeah. So he comes in. She's still sitting there shaking. By the door. Yeah, I mean it's. I mean it's been like five minutes. Give the bitch some time. I you thought know? it'd been like a couple hours at least. No, he had been. He was riding when the oh, other people left. Oh, right, so I thought yeah, he, it was like okay, half an okay, hour. All right, okay. okay. It takes a minute. I thought the guys got back first, and then the dad no. called, and he happened to see them. Okay, no, okay, okay, okay. Aaron. okay. Sorry, it's all right. So I didn't read it that close. <laughs> Right. So he arrives and he's like, your dad sent me out. We got to get you home. And she's like, I am mm-hmm. never going home again. You need to help me with this injured man. And he's like, that injured man did a bunch of yuck to you. Uh-huh. So maybe we can leave him for his brothers. Seems like a Stockholm thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. let me take care of you. Let's let his brothers murder him. They probably will. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Not our problem. Not yeah. our pig. Not our farm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not our chair. Not our problem. So. Oh. Sorry, that was old. <laughs> yeah. That was was an old reference. Was that like a 10-year-old reference? Maybe. I haven't had a lot of pop culture in my life recently, so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, that's the mm -hmm. one. All right. So he finally helps her back into the bedroom. They get the bed all fixed. He is real concerned over Cord's injuries, and he's also real concerned about her eyeballs because just abs, 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 dick. Yes. And uh, <laughs> and like elephantitis dick, like not a fun situation. Yeah, it is not a Ruptured normal one. So he's testicles. worried that she's going to have the wrong idea about what one looks like. He's not worried about that. But I am a little bit, you know. Everybody is. Everybody else is. Yeah. Anyway, so she tells him the whole story and he's like, oh, shit. Like, I wish I could prosecute any of these dudes, but I can't because can't. unfortunately... They assaulted a, a half Indian guy, a non-human, and I'm just saying what the realities are. I'm not personally yeah, what racist. their perspective is. Yeah. He said it would be a waste of time to put these three guys on trial to see them like in five minutes get acquitted and right. then go after court and finish the job. He's like, right. it's a waste of my time, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So he agrees to send the doctor out there. It's a whole thing. So the doctor comes out and he tells her that she he's basically all but dead. Yeah, he's then, dying, but slowly. Right, he's slowly, slowly doing dying a slow because die. of his willpower. Yeah. So she's like, well, that blows uh, yeah. kind of my husband, although she doesn't think that right now. Mm-mm. But he is like the only person around yeah. that she can trust in the world. Right. And he's the only person who I think has ever been kind to her, even yeah. from when they were children. So yeah. yes. it's a whole thing. So his brothers come out, Frank and Ephraim. They come out and they just... What is it? Frank and Ephraim. Ephraim. Ephraim, yeah. yeah. So 
My whole brain said Elphaba every time. Every time. My whole brain, Elphaba. The whole oh brain. Oh my gosh, Aaron. Every time. Oh my gosh. Frank I got. Frank was easy, straightforward, easy to sound out. Yeah. Frank and his green-skinned brother. Ethelbram. Come in. What is it? <laughs> Ephraim. Ephraim. Yep. Some people might say Ephraim, but I don't. I say Ephraim. Ephraim. Yeah. So they come to the farm. She opens uh-huh. the door and she's like, oh, thank goodness you're here. We really need your help. And they're like, you get out of here, Stockholm Syndrome lady. Yeah. We don't have time for you and your stupidity. We know that our brother... Who's mean as a weasel. Yeah. And a snake. Did rape on you. That's right. And black eyes on you. Yeah. Yeah. So she's like, absolutely not. They're berating him in the bedroom. And she's like, oh, hell no. Not in my house. Mm -hmm. So she goes and gets the rifle. And she puts her back to the corner just like he taught her to. And she's like, you get the fuck out. And they're like, what, Uh lady? Okay, I think you're a little bit uh, hysterical. Yeah. You're a little emotional with your lady hormones. We're going to go ahead and murder our brother for you. Yeah. We're heroes. (laughs) That's right. And she's like, get out or I'll shoot you. And so they just turn tail and leave. And it is excellent. Yes. So she's like, okay, so your family sucks too, huh? Mm -hmm. And he's like, I mean, they made their decision. So I'm not going to tell them otherwise, basically. They they think that I did the the raping. So Mm -hmm. that's how life is now forever. Because cord makes no sense in the brain sometimes. And cord can't clear up a misunderstanding to Mm-mm. save his life. But this no. is the first hero that can't clear up a misunderstanding to save his life where I'm like, I get it. I understand oh, yeah. why he can't make words. He just is not a very social person. Yeah. He's just like, oh, a misunderstanding. Uh, I guess that's the way reality yeah, is now. Okay, I guess <laughs> that's how it is. You know, mm-hmm. like, I believed him every time. If the only way I can make this go away is to make words never I'm gonna not happen. gonna do it it's not it's worth not gonna it happen. to me it's not no. worth the conversation not at all <laughs> so um it's great it actually is great all right but then she realizes that he's smiling with his eyes because tyra took a minute with him and taught him well <laughs> the only thing smiles. yes he smizes through the whole book that's the only way she knows he's having a positive that emotion true, now that i think yes. about it yes tyra, tyra gets to him, him. Yes. Tyra was rooting for him. And I think it only took like a 30 minute coaching session. You know, it's just uh-huh. natural. Some people have it. Some Tyra people don't. Tyra can teach you to smize in like one elimination session. She it's can be true. like, step up here, Chantal. That's right. Cock that hip, Chantal. Yeah. <laughs> Look at me. I smile, believed in but you. But with your mouth. But don't smile. Smile, but don't. Smile, but don't. Smile, but don't. Smile, but don't. <laughs> smile, but don't. Anyway, he can do it, and it's great. And uh, she really, she thinks about how she loves quiet country living, and it, the quote that I loved was, it never occurred to her that less than a week earlier, the thought of running two grown men out of a house with a gun would have been inconceivable. That's how much she's grown, you guys! Yeah, she's doing yeah. great. She's doing great. All right. So then we do, like, a healing and ranch life montage. It's it's like a three-week thing. <laughs> it's fast, too. So don't herbs. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, she's loving ranch life. She's giving all the animals names. And Cord is like, I don't believe you about that colt. That colt was as good as dead. Just like yeah. him. And that colt that she gave sugar to, it's a yeah. metaphor colt. It is. And now it is well now it is now she's nursed it so he goes out to the barn like a month after his injuries and she's berating Obbles. him the whole time 
Yeah. yeah. She's like, Has if to I sit have down to put you in the wheelbarrow, there. I'm going to yeah. get really mad at you and like drat you. She uses the word drat you, which I love. Uh-huh. So then he's like, how did you make this cult well again? She's like, I'll tell you if you tell me how he got like this. Because I think there was a little part of her that's like, did you starve this cult? Like, she can't yes. believe it. But she's like, I don't know how else this could have happened. And it's real pretty Palomino one. Nope. That's a different horse. That's a so, different one? Yep. Yep. It's yep. a pimento one. That, <laughs> yeah, it's is definitely that right? a pimento <laughs> yes. one. Absolutely. Good job, Aaron. <laughs> so it's not the same horse. <laughs> Honestly, like I have never been more sure of anything on this podcast than that that was the orangey pretty horse. Nope. All right. God, so. Whatever. So she's like, I I talked to it in human words and I petted it and I loved on it and I made it feel like it had something to live for and also sugar is the secret weapon. Yeah, I gave sugar to put sugar on its hay. That's right. And oh, then no, he, no. she's like, all right, now you tell. And he's like, well, this guy tried to cheat me by selling me a dead cult and you cheated him by making the cult not die. And she's like, what? The actual fuck? That is not what we agreed on. Mm-hmm. And she spends the rest of the day being just killing him with politeness Mm -hmm. passive aggressive to the max oh yeah and he's like oh man she seems real mad at me seems like she's thinking about leaving oh no oh no and then by the end of the day because i can't do any of the ranch work and also i like her and also i like those lithe limbs oh yeah by the way he's laying there dying on the thing this kind of switches perspective but like not not in like a hard and fast way just kind of like dances around yes their perspectives it but took a while like, to get used to. Yeah, but I liked it very much. I did too, yeah. Tessa Dare does this sometimes too. Both mm-hmm. authors um, are really good at it. Anyways, so he's laying there and he's like dying slow or whatever, but he's like real horned up by watching her Oh man, do housework around the house. Well, and she's, she's actually eating now. So he's yeah. like, oh, I remember how pretty her face is when it's more full. Oh yeah. boy. And when he first found her in the kitchen, he said... Anne is the only person in town, the only woman in town that he would cross the street to help. So, because he remembers her from when she was little and what a nice girl she was. And then also... Yeah, because we find out later that for the week that they tried to go to public school, all the girls were really, really mean to his little sister Marie. Mm -hmm. And she, like, defended her and mm-hmm. pulled the girls off of her and did all the stuff mm-hmm. so he was like man she's always just been real nice and she's always never cared that that we're half half native American. Yeah. yeah and he's always had like a big old crush on her but he hasn't yeah. you know she's like a, a respectable lady in town she's he has unattainable no lady. Her. yeah yeah so by the end of the day he's like all right all right sit down and i'll tell you the story basically this other breeder I'll, i'm i'm only saying this because you aaron need to know this other breeder. Like, is this gonna be important? No. Is this important? No, I'm just telling you. Okay, okay. This other breeder had a had didn't want to sell him any horses because he mm-hmm. didn't want any competition and also especially not from him cord. Because he's super racist. So yeah, then, everyone's racist. Every single person, except for the ones that aren't, and they're the good ones. Mm-hmm. So um so the guy was like I'm not selling any new horses, but then he had this really, really pretty Palomino horse that was his, the, yeah. the breeder. Yes. And he was like, I need somebody to train this horse. And Cord was like, I'll take uh. a shot at it if you sell me a different horse. Mm. So he did that. And then when he chose, he chose the best horse in the thing. And he was like, I was really shocked because it seemed like he was actually keeping his word. I didn't actually expect him to keep his word. But mm-hmm. then this motherfucker spends two months basically starving this colt slowly so mm. that it will be dead by the time he takes it home. 
Anyway, that was the story. Palomino, different horse. Colt is the star one. I think the word Palomino was in the same paragraph as the description of this Colt, probably, because oh, they're talking about the other horse, and I cannot be blamed. That's right. No, it, it absolutely was. Okay, so then we find out that during this conversation, he's like, when when are you thinking of leaving? Because I know you're thinking of leaving. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, when you're ready to do the chores again and, you know, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And they do a back and forth about him, her taking the money and the whole thing. But it's really cute. You should read it. And then by the end of the time, she he's like, would you consider staying? You mm-hmm. could stay. We were technically married. And she was like, you know, those marriage vows didn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. And he goes, they would mean something if we decided they meant something right. and we can go and get a marriage certificate and do it all up mm-hmm. in town, like like big shots and stuff. We can go to the big town. And, and he does not think she's good. He's like, no. well, I just want to throw it out there just in case. Just because I really want to do it with her. She's <laughs> so pretty. They're really, that's what he says. He's, he's like, lust is taking over. I really like, want to do it with her. He's like, if I convince her of this, she might stay for like another week or maybe a month and like pretend to be my wife before she gets spooked and leaves. Right. And meanwhile, she thinks she calls him unemotional and uncommunicative. But when he does talk, she notices that he's like perceptive and has this dry sense of humor and she Mm -hmm. really likes him. Yeah. He's very like sarcastic. and Yeah. It's nice. And then the doctor comes out. They find out that the doctor thinks he probably won't be able to have kids ever. Mm -hmm. And so then she's like, all right, she's weighing the options. She's thinking about what she absolutely has to have in a marriage and what not. She likes Mm -hmm. the independence. She likes all of that. She sort of regrets that she may not never have children. Well, and her plan was get on a train, go to Chicago, Mm -hmm. and her aunt would be out of town. Yeah. And then she would get there and then live in the aunt's house because the servants would be like, oh, you, we know you, you're the... Right. And then she would like get a job in Chicago before the aunt even knew she was there because the aunt hates her, is her dad's sister. And so that's her plan, yes. which is like not a great plan. And she was going to do that on 20 bucks. And he's like, you go to Chicago, you're going to be a prostitute in like 15 minutes. Yeah. And she's like very offended by that. But he's like, do you think that prostitutes want to be prostitutes and that's why they do right. it and she was like i did but i'm I, not gonna say it i did think that that's why now, prostitutes were prostitutes because they kind were of illogical trollops, and now i so, see the logic of what you're saying so right i did know that they didn't want to be prostitutes <laughs> it was a really funny scene it's really cute but anyway so her plan's not great like the alternative no. is nothing right and uh, she also just really likes living she does there. Like she corn. likes yeah, she likes cord. She likes the fact that unlike her household, he doesn't seem to delineate between men's work and women's work. Mm-hmm. He helps her in the house. She helps him in the in the yard. Like it's it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. And so it, they're really building this sort of beautiful partnership based on um, based on a foundation of partnership, mm-hmm. and it's really nice. Okay, so then we get a little bit of Cord's perspective. He can't like he so can't believe her father would treat her like that. And then it says, um, Cord recognized a reflection of his own feelings when Anne drove Frank and Ephraim from the house. He saw the changes in her and thought he understood them more than she did. She was out of a cage and finding her wings. No one would cage her again. And he admired her courage and determination. Uh, He's got a total competency boner, you know? uh It's so nice. She finds out during this time that he only had like $180 total. Because she's yeah. using his money to, like, pay for stuff while he's, like, unconscious and healing and stuff. And she's like, oh, my God, he was going to give me 150 of his, like, 180 total dollars yeah. in the whole world? That's how great yeah. Cord is, you guys. 
That's how great. He was so mm-hmm. worried about her. So her bruises are healing. She's looking pretty foxy. And then she's like, you know what? I do think that we should. Oh, God, wait, wait. Yes, I'm waiting. I do have to read this. Okay. It says, because it's such a look into his brain. He goes, he might use the fact that she really had no other place to go to have her once or for a week or a month. But Anne was not a woman he could ever really have. Hers was a different world and she would never be satisfied in his for long. Oh, yeah. <sighs> so she thinks about it and she's like, yep, let's get married. Uh, mm-hmm. We should do it up. We, but as long as you promise to like get the marriage certificate and it's actually a thing. And he's mm-hmm. like, yeah. I really want that. So great. Yeah. And he goes, I guess I'm not ever going to have the word obey, huh? And uh, she's like, you she's notice like, no. that? Yeah, you notice that? <laughs> and also, no, I really I really like my independence. And I love this. He goes, that's all right. If I can have to have and to hold, then mm. you can have your obey because I don't need to boss you around anyway. I just want to do it. <laughs> it's yep. really sweet. And this whole time I was like, man, like being married, he's very like being married to me would be the worst thing ever. I'm like, if, if it's like this day to day, it seems great. It seems, it seems awesome. awesome. And you're apparently super hot because I've seen it, you through her eyes. So like, what's the issue? Uh-huh. But uh, then they go to town to uh, get married. Yeah. And I realize, oh, it's real bad to be married to court. <laughs> yeah. But first we have to do the oh, first no. time they have sex. Is that not after they go to town? It's before. Oh, because they're already married. So he's like, yeah. All right, you want to be married to me? Come to the bedroom so I can do sex on you. Now I remember. I think that's right. Yeah. Yes, that is right. You've jogged my memory. Yes. All right, so she's been sleeping in the other room for the past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. She starts going into her room and he's like, hey, where are you going? And she's like, well, I'm going to my room because you're broken all of your ribs, so you uh-huh. can't do anything, right? Yeah. And he's like, no, but I can anticipate. So uh-huh. like, get your cute booty into my bed. Uh-huh. And... She's like, oh, God. Yeah, she's real freaked out because her friend Rachel told her what sex was. And Rachel isn't having a great time doing sex. I don't know what's happening in her life. I don't either. Because she actually tells Anne that at first she was afraid she would die. Then she was afraid she wasn't going to die. And then after like the times afterward, it just simply feels like being torn apart. Yeah. Quote well, unquote. Imagine I, if some guy was just like ramming it into your dry I area know. every night. That's what's I happening know. with Rachel. Oh, poor Rachel. Poor Rachel. God. And Rachel also told what's her face. And also like all the other women who have ever talked to her about sex, which is few, but you know, a handful or whatever enough have talked to her about like what men like is a completely like submissive, lay there, don't do anything sort of lady. If you do anything, they're going to think that you're a troll, basically. Like, if you're into it, it's going to make men think that you're a real gross person, Mm -hmm. because only a respectable lady isn't into it. Yeah, the word marital burden is thrown around a lot. A lot, yes. So, that's her understanding of sex, and she's real obviously hesitant. Yes. But, But she's also like, he doesn't seem like that kind of person so she's really confused so she goes into the bed and he like goes to take off her shirt without saying anything because once again cord cannot make words no Mm-mm. and she's like ah he kind of goes her but i'm okay with it what he kind of goes her a little bit but i'm okay with it because he's all like he just takes off her shirt and isn't even like i don't know again because he's not very verbal it's not very consenty either because he's like right. he doesn't and she's like not not, not okay and then he'll yeah, back well, off but he never asks permission to do anything ever. No, he does not. Yeah, so this actually super skeeved me out because 
So he goes to undo her shirt and she's like, whoa, 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 that's not proper. We can't do that. Mm -hmm. And he goes, he huffs back onto his back and he's like, shit, you either take that shirt off or you can have your marriage vows back. Yeah. And she actually like cries quietly while taking off the shirt. Tears. Like not great. No, because she has no other choice really because she can't really go to Chicago at this point either. Yeah, Yeah. it's not great. But I it didn't. I don't know what it is about the writing. It didn't really skeeze me out that much. I, I don't know if it was because it was set in this time period or what. I don't know. Yeah, it was not a deal breaker for me at all. Yeah, because it just it felt like it made sense for the characters, mm-hmm. and it also felt like he wasn't meaning anything malicious, and he also wasn't going to push her past any boundaries that she set up, mm-hmm. which is is noted throughout the writing. So it it actually didn't. Anyway, he starts just like gently touching up on her, just like feeling her her curves and all of that and within like two minutes she's like oh I, this is nice this is i don't know what's nice. happening in rachel's house mean weasel would be like this yeah uh, in the bedroom from what i've heard about him but he yeah. is and then he falls asleep like holding um holding her mm-hmm. her back to his front mm-hmm. and it's she curls really... up against him yeah mm-hmm. so it skeeves me out and then immediately won me back Mm-hmm. Okay, and then we get like the next few days. It, it this sort of thing keeps happening. Yes, montage of like boob touches. Yeah, there's one time when he gets brave and like goes to put his mouth on her nipple, and she's so shocked by the good sensation that she like uh-huh. pulls back, and then he pulls back really quickly and never does it again. And she's uh-huh. like, "Oh shoot." Yeah, I really liked that. But she can't tell him that she liked it or else he's going to think she's a slut. So yeah, she's just and like, then, oh, okay. And so she's like, I can't ask for it again because I'm not brave enough. And also, I don't want to. I don't want him to get ideas about me. It's, yeah. It's uh, so sad and sweet at the same time. Also, can you imagine an actual boob touching montage? It's like, dun, 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 <laughs> like a training montage. <laughs> yes. just like, he's, getting, he's getting stronger. He's smooching them now. He's tweaking some nipples. Da 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 da. Da 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 stronger. <laughs> he might be cupping them now. Uh-huh. Who knows? <laughs> yep. <sighs> okay. So then, all of a sudden, oh, also, I got a little. This was one place where the perspective shift. It happens rapid fire, and I actually really liked it because it ended up flowing. But it was a little confusing at first because it'll be like two paragraphs of her being like man, he's touching me and I like it, but I can't say I like it. And then him being like, man, I really want to touch her, but it doesn't seem like she likes it. And I mm-hmm. I don't know what to do about that. Yeah, because she just keeps being surprised and he's mistaking yeah. her surprise for, for revulsion. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, he's been taught his whole life that no decent woman will have him. The thing is, when so many half. people are so racist toward you your whole life, you're going to yeah. believe that you're all the things that they say that you are. Yeah. Or at least yeah. that that's what everyone sees when they look at you. Yeah. And actually, I'm going to refer to him as Hapa from now on because that's a, a Hawaiian term for half and half babies. What's really, really good. Okay. And that's, that's I'm usually what I... I'm going to his brother as Elphaba from now on. So Great. let's if we're just <laughs> picking words for things. Um, um, well, she's Elphaba. What, the other one's going to be Fiero. And that's where we're going to oh, go. Oh, boy. Yep. Fiero's harder. Wait, I'm sorry. Well, it starts with an F. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then, all of a sudden, he's like touching up on her one night. He just sticks a finger up in her. And she's like, oh, interesting. And she's ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's, it's fine. Yeah, she's got some moisture happening. Some. She likes what he's doing. <laughs> uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, they're like side by side. She's facing him. 
he just pitches her leg up on his hip and enters her uh-huh. like nothing. And it's and not she's, sexy, reader-wise. No, I mean, it's not sexy. You know, fine. It feels real hurty. And then yeah. she's like, okay, the pain is subsiding, and now it feels kind of good. This is kind of mm-hmm. nice. But then by the time it feels even remotely good, he's coming. He's done. And then he flops back, and he's like, you okay? And she's like, uh-huh. He goes, more? Uh-huh. And she sort of is like, yeah, yeah, sure, okay. And uh, he rallies. Yeah, he rallies and makes it makes it happen again. And then it immediately cuts to the next morning. He's worried because there's been this look of wariness in her eyes mm-hmm. that he doesn't like. And he's very like, well, I couldn't expect her to be eager to have sex with a right. man like me, but I at least hope that she wasn't wary about it. Right. Whoa. And he's also like the most attractive thing about her always has been that she always just treated him like a dude. Yeah. She's like a spitfire is not afraid of him. Yeah. So he goes out to make coffee and then he he hears her sort of like yelp and a bunch of rustling of of covers. And so he comes back in and notices the blood stain on the thing. And he's like, what? You didn't tell me you're a virgin? Like, what? Why are you like that? Of course, 100%. I'm a virgin. Yeah. I've never been yeah. married before. Why would you think I wasn't a virgin? And he was like, I heard you were married or you were engaged to this guy in Chicago for like four years or whatever. And she was like engaged. And she's like, not yeah, I married. engaged. I wasn't married. I didn't have sex with him. And he's like, yeah, of course you should have sex with him. You were engaged for like four years. What's your problem? What's yeah, no, his no, problem, actually? Yeah, he didn't what's say what's problem? your problem. Yeah. That's right. He says, what's his problem? What was and the she's matter all with in a him? Because he didn't, she, he didn't think she was a lady enough, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And he's in a harumph because she didn't tell him. Yeah. And she's like, well, I am so sorry that you wanted like a well-used wife and you're just stuck yeah. with me. Who really knows what she's doing, you know? Yeah. Who has no idea. And and he goes, no, I just wouldn't have slammed into you like that had I known. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, I guess there might be something wrong with Rachel's husband because if that was his version of slamming into me, then like the marital burden isn't going to be hard at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cute yes so yeah then they go get married yeah they go to town Oof, and guys, town is a town's whole rough. thing yeah first they go to the place where they do marriage certificate no first they see the preacher right yeah or is that the and same thing as the marriage certificate person i think that guy. it is it is and they're like well, hey and- you yelly yellow belly weasel preacher man yeah remember when you married us while we were getting mm-hmm. beat yeah. Well, we want it in the register. And he's like, what? No, that was a jokesies. Practical yeah, that was a joke. joke in Dr. Quinn medicine woman times. Widow and wife in the same day. <laughs> ha ha ha. You guys didn't get it. What it was was like a funny joke that right. we were playing on you when we were going to marry you and murder you at the same time. Right? See the punchline? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm a preacher. Don't worry totally. about it. So meanwhile, Cord is like super nervous because... He's like, as soon as she realizes what an actual pariah I am, she's mm-hmm. running for the hills. Yes. Like, this is not going to happen. And that is a valid fear. <laughs> Absolutely. Of course, she flips it on his head because one of her characteristics is that she never does what Court expects. And it's uh-huh. one of his favorite things about her. But we uh-huh. get to that later. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Reverend is like, I guess I can give it to you, but like. It'll take me a minute, like, Uh come back later. Oh, and they're like, we will be back later. Yeah, we will. You best believe. And I'm cord, and you know that once I get punching, 
I'm never, <laughs> I'm never gonna stop, and you don't want me to get plunging on your head. Well, and meanwhile, he's the calm one. Mm-hmm. She's the one who's like up in his face and and telling him what for and yeah. like threatening murder yeah. and stuff. Yeah, 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 and Cord's yeah. just like sitting back casual with his pistol on his he hip, loves being it. like, "He loves it's it, lady." He's so. doing the thing where he's like leaning against the wall, cowboy yeah. style lean, cowboy and he, style, and then he like just like puts his hand on his hip so that they can yep. he can see the pistol. You guys, nothing oh, yeah. sexier has ever happened in the history of time. Not a single goddamn thing. No. Except when he goes and takes her to get rings. Mm, oh, it's so sweet. It's so nice. They go to this couple, this French couple, who have ended up in Colorado in 1885 somehow. Oh, yeah. Happen all the time. All the time. 100%. And he, like, buys her this really pretty ring, mm-hmm. and they wait for both the rings to get resized because they no, offer him a ring, too. They ask if he wants a ring, too, and she's like, yeah. I would really like him to have a ring, too. It's kind of sexy. But also the expense. Yeah. Well, and, and she's like, then everyone will know that he's married, and he's married to me. And she loves it. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's kind of becoming a golem over him. Uh-huh. Yeah, a little <laughs> I bit. I like it. <laughs> so they, like, hang out, and it's cool because um the the couple is just treating him like a normal person and her like a normal person and then they go to get groceries uh-huh. and she's like you wait here because this is rachel's dad apparently they've yeah. known each other for a the while grocer is rachel's dad yeah so she's like i'm gonna go in and chat with him about it and i think he'll like he'll be okay and he'll give us the same prices and you know he'll treat us okay yeah because everybody gouges the shit out of cord because they're yeah. racist. That's right. And so he looks at her and it's one of the sweetest, saddest things. He goes, you know, it's extra hard when your friends get mean. Mm-hmm. And she goes, I know, but I've got to try. He's oh. like, okay, I trust you. Oh, So she goes in, explains it to him. She tells him the whole sordid story mm-hmm. about her dad and the yeah. starvation and all the things. And so he's like, all right, cool. We'll, we'll all do this for you. Yeah, kind Cord. of, but then he's also like, you understand, you can't be friends with my daughter anymore. You know, there's yeah, a lot. Well, because her not, husband's not going to let her. Yeah, he's not great, you know, but he's yeah, still going to no. give her the groceries. Right. So then a lady starts bad-mouthing her in the store, mm-hmm. oh, and it's Cord collapses so back in this a way is, that is impeccable. I fell impeccable. in love with this man. Right. Yes. When he does use words, it's fabulous. Yeah. So this lady's like, you're going to, you're going to put this half breed i can't even say it you're gonna put this i don't know how to say it you this said woman, you were gonna use hoppa and i was gonna use. yeah but she doesn't mean it like that yeah that's true that's don't know. not how she means it it is not a nice thing so yeah, she basically she's words. like you're gonna serve this lady before me when i'm a decent woman and she's not because of who she's married to that's right. a way to put it yep and so then cord comes in and he's like he's like well you know i don't know how decent you are because he says something like my great-grandfather was like the most uneducated savage but he would have just slit your throat if he captured you because even savages know that you shouldn't fuck a bitch uh-huh. <laughs> literally those are yeah. the words he says so she, even a savage knows not to fuck a bitch yeah <laughs> whoopsies and so Anne is trying desperately not to giggle while this lady le- le- leaves in a huff uh-huh. and the and so the grocer looks at her and she, he's like are you sure you know what you're doing and she goes oh don't worry about it I am so decent that half the time I have no idea what he's talking about. Well, <laughs> he says first to the woman, she's like, oh my gosh, I'm scandalized. And he's like, if you were a decent woman, you wouldn't even know those words and you wouldn't be yeah. scandalized. And then that's when Anna is yeah. like, I wouldn't know any of the words anyway because I am so decent. Anyway, I'm so decent. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to go get steaks at the diner now. <laughs> oh, man. It's really cute. So he walks out and he's like, I really thought you'd be mad. 
And she was like, no, this is great. You're, you just set it up so that nobody ever abuses me in public again. Mm-hmm. Like, That's great. I am all for this. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So they go to the diner. The diner ladies try and not to feed them. And then the sheriff comes in. Sheriff Noah, the reasonable man, comes mm-hmm. in. And he's like, I came in for pie. I've decided to sit with those two. So you're going to serve all of us. Yeah. And everybody eats. So Noah finds out about their marriage, and then her brother comes in, Anne's brother, Rob. Rob Rob is the worst. He comes in, and he's like, I heard you were in town with I'm taking you home. (laughs) Yeah. Even though he knows that her dad is starving her to death. But, you know, whatever. But everyone in town thinks that Cord is uh, raping her and beating her and keeping her captive out in the barn in the wilderness. Tied to a wall somewhere. Mm-hmm. They don't have radiators right now, so we can't tie her to a radiator. But you right. get the gist. But the rumors are pretty rough in town yeah. of what's going on out at the ranch. And it happens a little while later, but everybody keeps on trying to tell Rob what happened mm-hmm. out there, and he just refuses he won't believe to believe it. it. Yeah, because he thinks that his dad walks on water. In fact, Anne's choice of phrase is um. He thinks that even God himself should consult father before making any kind of decision. Uh-huh. So anyway, he gets into it with her and he basically tells her that she's behaving like a slut, but he doesn't get through the whole mm-hmm. word because Cord, Cord gets out of his chair, picks him up, tosses him on a table. And he's like, if you ever talk to my wife like that again, you're going to be in a world of hurt. Uh-huh. And then he lets him go and sits back down. Yeah. It's a good thing he didn't start his punching. Because he can't stop. You know that about him. <laughs> sorry so then rob gets up and he's like sheriff you need to arrest that man and the sheriff is so great he's like my wife's been dead three years if you had said anything like that about her i'd shoot you right here Uh so no no get out Uh uh-huh and rob scampers off with his tail between his legs all indignant always that's not the first time not the last time he's gonna do that it's one of his one of the pillars of his character yes then they're headed home and she finally, all day, she's been like, I really want to hug him. I really want to oh, do it, but he won't God. like that. He does uh-huh. something else that's cute. And she's like, I really want to hug him and kiss him, but I can't because he won't like it. No. And so in he'll the think buggy, I'm a kind of lady that's into that sort of right. thing. And then in the buggy on the way home, she just can't, she can't contain it anymore because she's so thankful, thankful. for everything. So she's she finally stuck him. up for her. Yeah. Meanwhile, guys, they've never kissed yet. No. They have not kissed. He has uh-uh. been inside He's her. He's been like kissing on her neck and stuff. Yeah, and, um, sure. You know, you, you guys saw the training montage. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's the one. But not on the mouth. Yes. Uh-huh. So yeah, she grabs his neck and then she kisses him on the corner of the mouth. Uh, and it's really cute. And he's like, he's he's like trying desperately not to smile. But he is tyrosmizing so hard. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he's like, what was that for? Like trying to keep his voice all gruff. Uh-huh. And she was like, you not only made me feel respectable today, you made me feel eminently respectable. Ooh. And it's so sweet. Yes. Okay, so then. They're back at the house. Yes. And she asks for riding lessons because he oh, wants to go right. check on the, the horses. Riding lessons. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh. yeah. So he wants to check on horses way out yonder. Yeah. And she's really worried about him because his ribs are still broken. Yes. And so she's like, she's obviously upset that he wants to do this. And she thinks of the solution by being like, hey, what if you teach me to ride? 
And his knee-jerk response is just to shut it down and tell her no. Right. And she's been taught her whole life that women aren't supposed to be around horses. It's dangerous to do any of that. So she thinks that, like, that's what he thinks. Meanwhile, he's like, I tried to teach my nephews to ride horses once, and it was terrible. And I did it. It was bad. And so Mm -hmm. I can't go through that again. And then her lip quivers, Mm -hmm. and he feels like he hit her. Mm-hmm. He feels so bad about that response. And then he's like, well, can't do nothing about it now. I already can't said no. It. He's and just I like, I guess, bad. yeah, I'm just going to wait till she asks again. But then she doesn't ask again. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's she sure she'll ask again because she's such a, she pushes issues so much. Well, she no, and because, because of his sister, too. Like, that's the way his sister always uh-huh. was. But she's like, my husband told me no, so I guess not. Ugh. And, um... Yeah, so then he feels bad about it, but he, he literally can't think of what to do mm-hmm. because it yeah. involves making yes. words. Uh-huh. Yeah. So this is just going, she's never going to learn how to ride now yeah. unless she broaches the subject again. Uh-huh. Okay. So then the Bennets visit again, and he's out yonder. He walks in, yeah. and he's like, God bless America. Yeah. Elva and Fierro are both there, and there. they're going to they're gonna talk her into leaving. I know they're going to talk her into leaving. I don't even know what to do. So she he walks in. And she's like, oh, they brought some stuff that my mom packed up for me because she realized mm-hmm. I'm still out here. And he's like, well, that's too bad because we're not having that in the yeah, house. You're not taking no it. charity from that family who tried to starve you out. That's the so. one. And it's great. She handles this perfectly in front of the brothers and the wife. She's like, pardon me. Oh, my husband and I need to go chat in the bedroom. need to have a word in private. We'll be right back. back to the bedroom. She's like, that's my stuff, bro. Like, you're No, that is not stuff. what she does. She's the best. No, because he's like, he's expecting that. He's expecting tantrum. Uh-huh. And instead, she goes, here's the thing. I have a very reasoned response for this. I want my stuff. I earned it by working in my dad's shop. If you don't want me to have it, because every time you look at it, it makes you mad, then that's fine. I will not take it. And I will never say a word about it again. And I will not be bitter about it. But I want you to think about it. And I want you to know that part of that stuff is likely cookbooks. Yeah. That will That'll be good get for your you tum-tum. to cookies and souffles. So That's think about that. Because I'm yeah. a real good cook, but I'm going to be a better cook if I get my cookbooks back. And That's he's right. Very like, I've only been cookbooks. cooking from memory. Like, think about yeah, what I can do. Yeah, because he's already, like, getting fed much better than he was previously. Boy, howdy. Uh-huh. So... He's like, all right, I'll help him carry it in. <laughs> and great. these two guys cannot believe that she has uh-uh. changed his mind on something. It is like mm-hmm. revolutionary to them. Yeah, they have no idea they what's going on. They are very confused because they believe him to have raped and beat her. Yeah. But they also feel like they seem pretty happy. And she's definitely right. like standing up to him in a way that no one else ever has. It's very confusing for these men. It is. But they never consider the idea that he didn't do these things not a single one no they're basically like because witches like they have no other explanation only we also say that these two brothers are white guys their dad had these two brothers and then married a native american woman and had cord and his sister which sucks because everybody's always calling him a bastard and he's like they were married i mean i'm and legit in love it's i'm not a bastard but anyway, so those two have like a different situation in life than Cord does. Yeah. So then Cord leaves. He goes out of the house and she's like, that motherfucker leaving me with these these guys. How dare he? And they are immediately like, we can get you out of this. We will support you financially in whatever we'll life you Chicago. We're gonna, we can help you. Yeah. And she is like, step off and step out friends mm-hmm. she's like don't ever talk about this again i don't want to leave we're married that's right. it right, Boom, right, right. done 
Yes. And then they leave and he comes back in and she's like, what are you doing? Why Why did you leave me with them? You knew that they were going to try to talk me into leaving. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I thought that you should be able to hear him out and make the decision without Aww. me looming over you. He just wants her to have agency, make her own decisions. Except when it comes to like taking her shirt off because he wants to see those boobs. Mm-hmm. boobs are boobs trump you know yeah so then she realizes that he thinks this is a temporary situation she's like Mm -hmm. you think i'm gonna fuck off and the quote is well i don't want you to go annie but i don't see you spending your life here either Mm -hmm. and it's and and she's like no one's ever used a nickname for me Mm -hmm. and she's like gobsmacked by it it's so cute it's beautiful It's really cute. Is it Christmas yet? It is Christmas oh, right thank now. Oh, God. Hey, guys, it's Christmas. It's and Christmas. romance is in the air because it's Ooh, Christmas time on the right. Dr. Quinn Times Ranch. Christmas. All right. So she asks him to go get her a Christmas tree. There's this great, I don't know where it is. You might be on the page. I'm not sure. But there's this great thing of like when she asks for something, he's like so happy that he can like do it for her he's so ever since this horse riding accident this thing yes he's like he 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 will never say no to her again because he never wants to see that look on her face ever again it's wonderful so he oh sweet goes out and gets her that christmas Uh tree and blah 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 so then she's like okay now that i have my stuff i've got some fabric that i had so she used to live with her aunt in chicago and she had a broken engagement up there i think we mentioned that yes and she had fancier clothes when she was in chicago and her dad owned a seamstress seam tailor shop tailor yep mm-hmm. what's a what's a male seamstress called you guys <laughs> i have no clue that's a callback to a time when I didn't know what a male seamstress was called. It's a tailor. And I've learned that. And stop emailing me about it because I know it now. Got it. Looked it up. Googled it. Googled up man seamstress. And now things. I know. I learned. <laughs> she learned things. And I learned podcast. the first time you guys email me. We are scholars. <laughs> Professionals. Um, so anyway, so she knows how to sew stuff. So she's got this fabric and she's like, hey, I know it's before Christmas and I probably won't have it done by Christmas, but would it be a good Christmas present if I made you a suit out of this fancy material? Yeah. And he's very taken aback. I don't think he really even wants a suit necessarily. No, he's just like, presents? But Like he turns into a nine-year-old boy and it is so oh, cute. because he hasn't had a Christmas present in, years. in so long. Oh, because the brothers won't let him around their family because their sons really want to like prove their mettle by fighting with their uncle, their their Hapa uncle. Mm-hmm. And the brothers are convinced that if he starts beating on even his own nephews, mm-hmm. he won't be able to stop. Right. It's so dumb. It says, yeah, read it, she read looked it. at him almost shyly, expectation of a rude no written all over her face. Christmas present, exclamation point. This is in his brain. Christmas present, exclamation point. The words brought visions of oranges and the toes of red stockings, small wooden horses and soldiers, a saddle specially made for him at 10, and a bridle at 11. He hadn't given or received anything remotely resembling a present since Marie, his little sister, had married and left, which was a very long time ago, you guys. Yeah. What would she come up with next? The look on her face made a no utterly impossible. Mm, well, I guess if you want to, is what he says. <laughs> and then the next paragraph is exactly the same. It starts off, Christmas present, exclamation point. <laughs> what did a man give a woman for a Christmas present? He did his best to ignore it, but the thought lurked in the back of his mind for days. 
when he used to go to the main ranch for Christmas with the family, what had happened? Surely somebody must have mentioned that Frank gave Judith or F gave Martha a Christmas present. <laughs> I just love that those paragraphs near each other. The first one's like, Christmas present? When are they going to have a Christmas present? Then the next one's like, Christmas present? I have to give her a oh, Christmas God. present. Oh, <laughs> God. What do I do? You guys, he's so cute on the inside. But he's so words he's do such not a cinnamon roll on the <laughs> yes. inside. Uh, uh, what a delicious little bun. Uh, and they have this nice little Christmas where he, so she makes him the suit and he wears the suit and it's got this beautiful like cream shirt that looks good against his bronze skin and this brown suit. Brown suit. And his family had always told him to never wear white because it accentuated his dark skin, but like mm-hmm. we know how sexy it is and looks good in white, so I'm sure. Sexy. And then she wears like a sexy Christmas a nice red Christmas dress. It's red. She looks like a Christmas present. He just wants yeah. to unwrap and immediately she, by tearing all up, the paper. They're stringing <laughs> up popcorns, and she makes sugar cookies put on the tree. And she can't. She's not very good at carving out the horses. And he keeps on eating all uh-huh. the popcorn, and she keeps on swatting his hand so he eats some more. Uh-huh. And then he eats some dough, and she swats his hand so he eats some more because uh-huh. he's all playful. So uh, yeah, she can't cut uh-huh. out the cookies. They don't have cookie cutters, and she's not uh-huh. very artistic. And so it says Anne was not artistic so soon he was drawing horses soldiers snowmen and old-fashioned cottages in the dough and cutting them out for her and when she smacked him with a wooden spoon for eating dough he ate more and then they do the same thing with the popcorn it's just oh god you guys it's so cute and then on christmas the brothers come come out yeah and they're like well this seems like a nice little christmas scene these two are having over here not at all like the rapins and beatings we have we continue to assume are happening despite all evidence to the contrary yeah martha's like oh you have a tree and she goes yeah i asked for a tree and court just went and got it so i just told him what i wanted and he he made it happen Mm -hmm. yeah and then she reads him the Christmas story out of her Bible and they mm-hmm. sort of snuggle on the couch. She really wants to put her head on his shoulder, but she doesn't because he, she doesn't think he'll like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then that night they blow out all the candles all the Christmas mm-hmm. candles. And so then it's dark and yeah. he's next to her. They always have sex in the dark because he doesn't ever want, do he doesn't want to see the look on her face when she has sex with him because he's worried that her look, look on her face is reluctant. Yeah. And so it's dark and he, he's thinking, what would happen if he put an arm around her here and now and tried holding her? If she made a face in the dark, he'd never know. Oh. What happened was she nestled in the curve of his arm, head on his shoulder, and whispered, this is the nicest Christmas I've ever had. Oh! And he says, it sure as hell was. And then the next day, <sighs> it's Christmas Day, and he takes her out to where there's the horses the barn. are at. Yep. That's mm-hmm. the one. And then there's a horse in there. And it's a horse, a lady horse. And he's And she's like, what is that extra horse doing in there? And he goes, well, she's got a pretty good temperament. I think she'd be good for a lady to ride. And she's like, hold the phone. Are you teaching me to ride as a Christmas present? And oh. he's like, oh, boy, here I go. I'm going to say yes. Here I go. And then he says yes. And he's like, if she only ever learned how to sit in the saddle, it would be worth it just for the hug and kiss he got at her like exclamation of joy. Uh-huh. It's so sweet. It's beautiful. That yeah. Christmas warmed my heart. Your whole heart. So warmly. Yeah. The end. That's not the end of the book. <laughs> no, it's not. That's the end of my heart being warmed. Yeah. Actually, should we just make this a two-parter? Sure. You don't think we can get all the way to the sex, though? 
the good sex. No, I don't think we can get there. No. A ton happens, No. A ton happens. This is so good. I know. It is so good. But I want to get there. I want to talk to you about it. (laughs) Okay, you guys. Once you get there... It's good. It's so good. Sex-wise. Yeah, there's too much that happens. Okay, before we stop, though, can I just bing bong bong one issue to discuss briefly before we get off of this mm-hmm. podcast? Please. Bing bong bong. What kind of name is Cord? <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Well, Is it there's, short there's... for Cords? So, I, I don't know if this is correct. <laughs> okay. But it never says that he has more of a name. No, it um, does not. And it... And Marie is not any nod to like either of their um, Native American background. No. So I don't think it's that. But there are cords of wood. Like it's a measurement. Yeah. It's a it's a measurement of like a pile. It doesn't of- make any more sense than just like a cord either. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. But but are there? Yeah, there are cords that like a cord of rope a cord of yeah i don't know i think electronics as far as cords are concerned so yeah, i don't know why, do how like they would a use cord that of rope as well yeah okay yeah yeah so I, I don't know i never questioned it though <laughs> i was just like look at that sexy cord man doing his sexy cowboy lean yeah i was fine That's with it i, I was just I, it's a name i've never heard before in yeah my life experience um so i have no idea all right send him some email Anne, and tell us the uh History of the name Cord in Dr. Yeah, Quinn and times. Clippy. <laughs> yeah, Clippy. Send us an email. Oh, man. I feel like we've put so much responsibility on poor Ann C to educate us on every issue. Really, at some point, we should just hire her as like our, um, our research. unofficial research assistant. <laughs> <laughs> it won't even be work for her because we're so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be like, I don't have to look that up. I can just oh, tell you. Well, I just know. Yeah. <laughs> A male seamstress is called a tailor, and that's just common knowledge in the world. Like my imagine, what I imagine is that Nancy (laughs) listens to the podcast, like surrounded by books with like some spectacles, and she's like researching, and then immediately typing on a typewriter, and Mm -hmm. you know, or like there's a lot of like old school library style research going. Like she's looking at microfiche, trying to drum up the facts for us, you know. Um, when in actuality, she's just being like, she's, it's just oh, coming I'll, out of her I'll brain. Just send them an email telling them <laughs> how to pronounce that very common word. Um, <laughs> they sound like they need it. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! All right. Yep. Um. Oh, Aaron, do you have a lady love? Oh yes. Yeah. Did you guys know? Uh oh. Here we go. Maybe you knew. Did you guys know that you can curl your hair with a skinny straightening iron? Yeah. You knew that? Yeah, of course I did. You, you just never even straighten your hair. I spent years straightening and curling my hair. Look, look I just at, decided to never do it again. Look at my day two hair right now and how beautifully curled it is. I was wondering, yeah. You guys. It's beautiful. You can curl your hair. You don't need that barrel. You can no. do it with a straightening iron. You just flip it over and mm-hmm. just do it. I'm yep, sorry. You, I just didn't flip know. It over I'm sorry. I had no so idea. The, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. And so you don't have to you don't have to do both and I think it also creates more of a sleek look because yeah. you're not just the hair's not static yeah. on the barrel. It goes down with the wand. Yeah. 
And you don't have yeah. to do the thing with the barrel where you like accidentally burn your whole hand on it. You don't have or, to do that. Or like send your hair off or like pull your hair out because I do that a lot with the barrel too. Yeah. Or like touch it to your forehead and then you have like a forehead burn. I just, right. why do they even exist when you can burl, uh, when you can burl? Nope. <laughs> what, what word with a B was I even going for there? <laughs> When you can a barrel roll? Was that I don't know. Anyway, when you can curl your hair yeah, with a straight, and you can um with the straightener it's also really easy to stop before you hit the ends of your yeah. hair so that you don't do a whole lot of heat damage to the ends. Blows yeah. my mind. Google Did it, you guys. learn that from your hairdresser? Yeah. But blew awesome. my mind. My whole brain exploded. Yeah. So that's where I'm at in my life. I'm thirty two. I always forget. I think I'm 31. Yeah, if I'm 31, you're 32. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so if I'm right, you're 32. <laughs> we can always just check in with each other. What age am I? <laughs> oh, boy. Oof. I'm at the point where I have to do math. I'm like, it's 2019. Uh-huh. I was born in 86. Mm-hmm. So this year I will turn 33. Good job, Aaron. <laughs> Good job, Aaron. My lady love. All right, guys. Here's a thing that I think we all forget about in the winter. You still need SPF in the winter. Oh, my God. You need it. Uh, Their sun isn't around super much. Uh No, but Lady Love, protect your skin. Protect that skin, Mm -hmm. everyone. Because not only is it better, you skin cancer is real and it's a scary thing mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. but also it just makes you make sure you're more comfortable nobody wants a surprise sunburn mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so spf is my lady love i've been using it in my lotions and all the stuff yeah in addition to be very to being very serious about hydration david is very serious about sunscreen it's very on brand yes very on brand um and he will slather it all over and be like, and he will always say, um, skin cancer is the only preventable type of cancer, Aaron. Like That's that. true. He says that. <laughs> I feel like there are several preventable types of cancer. Like, I mean, if you, you, you can get skin cancer from not necessarily like burning oh, yeah. the sunshine in the Just way like that you, you could can... still get liver cancer without like damaging Drinking. your liter- liver with yeah. like or products lung cancer without smoking. Yeah. But like, you could also, that, that's a way to not get liver cancer is to not right. do a lot of alcohol things. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. It's not the only preventable kind of, you can get cancers <laughs> from other things you do, like smoke or yeah. drink a lot or chew uh-huh. tobacco and stuff. Right. I, I, I refute that. I think you should sunscreen. take it up with David, really. Yeah, sounds sorry. like you're having this conversation <laughs> with the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying don't wear sunscreen. I just, the, that sentence is wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. You can find us on all the places. You can find us on Instagram at Heaving Bosoms, on Twitter at Heaving underscore Bosoms, on Facebook, Heaving Bosoms Podcast. That's our page. And then we've got this magical place called the Heaving Bosoms Geriatric Friendship Cult, which is our group. And it's a closed group and it is wonderful. And, uh, it's growing by leaps and bounds, and honestly, yeah, it's like hard to keep up with. Three people a day, and we're now to the point where there are far more people in the group than like our Facebook page, which is yeah. hilarious to me. Yeah, if you you're in the group, get to go like, like it. our Facebook page. Like, it doesn't cost honestly. you anything in the world. Being right. in the group costs you literally all of your possessions, except for nunchucks yeah. and vibrators. What What is the skin off your back to go over and like that page? That's what, That's what I'm you saying. You know what's weird, too? You know what else? What? You know what else? You tell me. Tell me. 
This is so weird. There are more people that follow our page than like it. Who are you out there? Who's like? And what does that even mean? I would like updates on this. I didn't know there was a difference. I don't know if I'm. It's worth a like. I don't know about that. Thumbs up. But it. Yeah. (laughs) I do want to know everything that happens over here. I want to know what these bitches are saying. So weird. Uh, what else? We have a Patreon. Oh yeah, we have a Patreon. So if you want to hear us just talk about on. just the Bachelor and friendship and our embarrassing moments, and we and keep sometimes we do, do extra books. And yeah, movies. we keep trying to do more extra books and movies. It's kind of hard, but there are a few on there. And yeah, and that is uh, Patreon.com forward slash Heaving Bosoms. They decided we are adult content, well, so you made a video about a butt plug. So oh. <laughs> 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 I mean, I in fairness to me, adult content now. I did that after they made us adult content. Yeah, so. we got adult content because we made an episode called Chris Pine's Penis. That's the problem. We did. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah. And they were they like, red flagged that maybe nonsense. this isn't for children. That's right. And you know what? They were right. They were. Because you sent me a text and you're like, "Is it okay that we're adult content now? Is it okay that I named that episode mm-hmm. that? Should we take? We should we take that down of like make a different title?" And I was like, "No, kids shouldn't be listening to this." So. <laughs> <laughs> they should at Fair. least be old enough to lie about their age in the inquiry. I hear that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, email us if you ever want to. Mm. And that is heavingbosomspodcast at gmail.com. And we have a website that's heavingbosomspodcast.com. It is way behind. The last time but I like, updated that one was Christmas time. So I'm sorry about that. But yeah, so no worries on that. Coming sometime. It's updated yeah. every six months. There you go. Yeah, that's you know all what? we need, really. You know what? Heating Bosom's website, comma, updated every six months. Look at the pressure <laughs> that just went off on my shoulders. Look at that. <laughs> oh, boy. That's nice. So, yeah, find us, follow us. We do fun things there. There's giveaways. There's a bunch of stuff. And then, oh, and subscribe and rate and review. Don't forget to rate and review. Tell everybody why you think they should listen to us. Yes. And if you give us a five-star review, we will eventually, in the next five years, do the do book that you asked the us to do. The list is long, The list everybody. is long. The struggle is real. But we will... Not struggle, but it's still long. Didn't finish the book this week. <laughs> it's a struggle. Right. <laughs> but we will do your book eventually. Yes. All right. Keep being a badass. And... Uh, Love yourself as much as you love abs, 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 dick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I wish we were popular enough that somebody would, like, auto-tune that, but we're not. And I don't know how to do it. (laughs) I don't know how to do it either. Oh, (sighs) if only. Someday, you know? All right. Part two. All right. Love you tons. I'll see you for part two. Bye. Bye. Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes. We are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah, Lilas! Okay, back to the show.